The cast and guests of Inside IOST do not intend to convey investment or financial advice. Please do your own research before choosing to buy or sell any digital assets or cryptocurrencies. Hello and welcome back to Inside IOST. This is episode number five. We are the first and the best IOST podcast for all your news and happenings in the IOST ecosystem. I am joined by my co-hosts and the co-founders of the Leobi Node, Mr. Pete Kay and Mr. Josh Bryant. How are you guys doing today? Doing well. Good. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. <laughs> Top Boy. of the morning to you. Yeah, I was up really late last night, actually, and it had nothing to do with St. Patty's uh, filming. It was uh... Yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I had some yeah. shepherd's pie. It was good. A little Irish food. I had some Irish whiskey, but that's kind of like every Saturday for me, so. I had some Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> A little soda bread, I think it was called. Soda bread, yeah, I had some soda bread too. So anyway, all right, enough about St. Patrick's Day. We got a lot to cover on this week's show, so let's dive into it. Uh, of course, Mainnet had launched a couple weeks ago, and everybody's been kind of wondering what's going on with the rewards. When are the nodes going to spit out these rewards to all their voters? We thank all of our voters out there who thank voted you. for the um, Leobi node on the IOST Mainnet. Uh, so Pete, let's just dive right into it. What is our reward structure going to be to our voters? Um, yeah, we're gonna. I thought you. I thought you were talking about. Go that. for it. I'll, okay, fine. Yeah, we're talking about it. We're, we're actually uh, producing blocks right now. I'll show you guys um, here on the uh, the new IOST Block Explorer, IOSTABC.com. Uh, Huobi is now producing, but we just uh, produced right before them. Huobi, Leobi, right? And uh, so you can go to IOSTABC.com and check out transactions. You can view all the producers. I'll go there right now. You can just go ahead and check out. Some of them aren't, uh, you don't don't have a lot of information yet, but you can go and scroll down and find out websites, where everybody's located, uh, how many votes they have, things like that. And uh, it's a great resource. You can check out transactions, accounts, contracts. It's the de facto IOST block explorer right now. And I like it. It looks clean. It's great. Uh, they even have a, uh, a create account option here, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later. And uh, we're also receiving vote rewards, which whenever we claim them, 50% of those automatically go to you, the voters for Leobi. In fact, we claimed just today, and we'll be doing that weekly, right, on our show. So uh, we claimed... Uh, what was it? Uh, we claimed a certain amount of IOST. I think it was about ten thousand, uh, small. But we, you know, we just started, and uh, and half of that went directly to those who voted for us. So if you go to BIS, you'll find if you voted for Leobi or if you voted for other nodes that are active, uh, you'll find that your rewards have been distributed if they've claimed them, and you'll you can go to uh, your. Uh, rewards record or record of rewards there. And uh, you'll see mainnet voting rewards right there on the BIS portal. I'm going to bring that up on my screen so okay, they can yeah. see that there. If you go into the, the BIS portal where you voted, you should see at the top of your screen uh, a couple of different menu items. The one on the left is vote. That's where you uh, voted for the nodes. But if you look to the right, you'll see there's my account. So if you click on that and scroll down underneath account information, you'll see your total balance um, you'll see voting and redemption reward, and then you'll see my cumulative earnings and a, a link for record of rewards. If you click on record of rewards, the very first you'll see the pop-up box there, and the very first one is mainnet voting earnings. And uh, you can see that we distributed today, and you should see some earnings in there if you voted for the Leobi nodes. So every week we're going dis- to um, distribute these and make it rain for our voters. Make and it you rain. should be able to see it in, in, right in here. So as if there wasn't already enough of an excuse to watch this amazing Inside IOST podcast, or if you're listening on Apple iTunes or any of our uh, podcast affiliates, 
uh, now you'll actually see us distribute the rewards weekly. So all of our voters out there, thank you again for voting for the Leobi, the Leobi node. Uh, let's dive into a little bit of some some updates on our end. Um, I know a lot of people in the main Telegram channel have been talking about this. And again, we're, we're doing our best here to try and, you know, curb some of the confusion up the, the transparency as far as how rewards are getting calculated and how they're going to get distributed. And we've been working on our end on a little rewards calculator for people to come to our site and be able to actually figure out how many rewards they're going to get based on um, the block producer that they're voting for, how many votes that block producer has in total, and how many votes that the individual is staking. So Pete, I know you've been working really hard on that. Why don't we talk a little bit about that? I know it's not ready quite yet, but maybe we can give them kind of a, a, a view of things to come. Right, sure. Well, I mean, it's a new mainnet launch. There are a lot of changes, a lot of questions still, you know, as, as the protocol grows. And so it seems like uh, every week or so, there's like a little modification to the reward structure. You know, contribution rewards themselves are pretty new. But uh, Josh has really helped out here. We've built out the whole uh, the formula needed to calculate rewards. And we're testing the reward calculator now. So uh, we have it in a, kind of a spreadsheet form now, but uh, we'll be putting it up on a uh, like a little JavaScript app on our website. So you can go right there. Enter the uh, the votes for the node that you're voting for, and you'll it'll spit out the average rewards you can expect. And of course, every node's going to have kind of their own little uh, twist and turn as far as if they're giving out additional rewards. Sure. Um, but it will default to Leobi, so we're happy. We're just happy if you're on our website using a tool that was built by us. That will be awesome. But uh, once you get there, it will default to Leobi, and then we'll give uh, our voters or any voters out in the ecosystem the ability to tinker with some of the variables to see. Okay, hey, maybe you're not voted for Leobi. Maybe you haven't quite come around to the you know the best and the first podcast you know hosts ever. But uh, we want to be able to provide that for everybody out there voting. Right. We'll also show you the results of voting for the different uh, contribution tiers too. So it matters the node you vote for, what tier they fall into. That's really going to impact the returns. And so we'll show you sort of the different tiers and, and how that would those returns would work for all those different tiers. So uh, I'm glad that you actually mentioned contribution rewards because I wanted to have a bit of a discussion today. Uh, this is something that I think not a lot of people are talking about right now in the ecosystem and the way that these contribution rewards are going to work. Now, it's going to be based on your contribution, which we've discussed in the past. So if you're doing an excellent podcast that's getting a ton of viewers and gaining exposure, gaining users, that's awesome for the ecosystem. If you're creating a dApp that is getting all kinds of volume, all kinds of users, that's also great. But we've seen this in, in other uh, on other protocols where people can kind of game the system and create a bunch of daily active users or, you know, kind of create some like fake users to watch videos or whatever. So, and again, you know, we're, we're not going to have the perfect answer to this question today, but I wanted to ask you guys to get your feedback on this. What do you think is going to be a solution for IOST to kind of curb some of these uh, people gaming the system and trying to create fake accounts to create more views or create more volume? Well, some of the categories are going to be harder to watch than others. You know, it's it costs a little bit of IOST to make an account. You can't go make a million IOST accounts without donating 10 million IOST to that, you know. Um, but it's harder to do that with things like YouTube views, right? We right. already have – YouTube is already ruled by bots and click farms. And I don't know if you've seen the recent videos around of like walls and walls of phones mm -hmm. just clicking things, Right clicking likes and clicking whatever. So uh, I don't know the answer yet. Um, 
it's it's hard to maybe we need to judge this we as block producers in the what's what's the council called ICAC right we we as block producers in the or we as uh, partners in ICAC need to bear in mind that numbers can be faked and take a more subjective look at things you know where we look at a node's output we look at a product we say does it make sense that there are a billion people uh, you, know, you know viewing viewing this right. and uh you know I, I don't know how else to do it i'm not an expert in the topic maybe josh has a little bit more insight i mean pretty much anything can be engineered right when it's on a computer and that includes views and that kind of thing i think that the community's small enough right now though so we kind of know what's going on and we can go out in the telegram channel we can see who's contributing we see what's out there on youtube i know a lot of other block producers are viewing inside iost so i think for the time being if somebody shows up with a billion views it's going to look a little off right <laughs> right um, and you can see sort of the organic growth of views i know inside iost has had an organic growth of views that i've been watching on each one of the episodes those, which is great. So hopefully, you know, the community is small enough and we can kind of throw in some common sense if anything looks too far off. Uh, but as to the long term of sort of, you know, how to monitor the engineering of some of this stuff. Yeah, that's uh, a little bit above my pay grade, I think. I'm not quite sure how that would work. And yeah, Josh, and we're, we're in, I keep waving this mic around. We're, we're in the crypto space. People are very used to making bots, right? Uh, right. A lot of volume on exchanges is fake. And sometimes it's, you know, for liquidity purposes, they say, or whatever. But there's tons of wash trading. Uh, there's social bots. You know, there's Twitter bots. There's Telegram bots. It's something that we're going to have to face one way or another. Right. And I do think YouTube specifically, uh, if we're going to talk about views, they do a pretty good job of not allowing channels to just buy fake views. I'm pretty sure that will pretty much trash your ability to be found in the algorithms and all that stuff. So they they do have some protections on that end. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see because there is sort of a dichotomy right now between the Chinese community in iOS T and the American community, uh, as far as just where the flow of information is going. And I know with, with Chinese, um, I mean, in mainland China, you can't even access YouTube without a VPN. So they're going to be using things like, um, QQ, things like WeChat and things like, um, Yoku, which is the, the Chinese equivalent to do any sort of promotion for iOS T. And a lot of these can be gamed in different ways, or there could be a WeChat group out there right now that has more people than the iOS T telegram that we're in that we don't even know about, but it's such a huge community and it's all in Chinese. So we're as Americans uh, unable to sort of tap into that or see really what kind of impact that's making on the ecosystem. So, you know, we see inside iOS T is kind of the leading podcast right now, but there could be something out there in the China sphere that we don't even know about yet. Um, and it'll be interesting to see. I, I would really appreciate it if iOS T, um, when they do decide the contribution rewards for the first term, who's tier one, who's tier two, if they come out with almost like if every single person's report is reported, is made public after it's been sent to iOS T. Um, because I want to see what, what they're doing, what their strategies are and how much of an impact they're actually making. So, mm. well, I, th I think we'll see it at least. I don't know if there'll be anything saying, don't make this public. Uh, that seems to be against the ethos of the, the space. Right. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's not just the IOST foundation a recent document came out uh, quarter one and quarter two contribution rewards were originally going to be issued in uh, June. Right. But uh, a recent document came out from IOST that says, well, we're going to issue quarter one 2019 rewards earlier. 
uh, as soon as soon as March 31st, which is which is coming up now. Wow. Uh, you got to create your reports if you're a node and uh, submit it to ICAC IOST is what it said, which means we're part of ICAC. Uh, the nodes, at least apparently the partners will have a role in you know, examining these reports and making judgments. I don't know if they'll have final say or anything. I think the IST Foundation is going to guide it a little bit more at the start. But uh, as far as I can tell, we're going to be able to see those reports. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually, that's news to me that it's going to be March 31st. So yeah, the, the well, article just came out yesterday. Right? Yeah. That's so. when they, I think we're going to start asking for reports to be submitted at that time. Okay. And then they do want to issue the rewards sooner than they had previously said. Yeah. So we need to start, you know, working on that report and all the other um, nodes need to as well. Well, good thing we've been hard at work here, garnering an audience and building out tools. And, oh, I, I also wanted to mention um, there was a, a, the recent Medium article from the official uh, IOST medium uh page or the account they used one of our um graphics that we yeah, made that for was contribution awesome. rewards so i saw that floating around quite a few telegram channels i thought it was cool to get some recognition there and hopefully we can continue you know giving people more information that was ev who put that together everybody <laughs> and that's like great. version 30 of that graphic. <laughs> yeah it yeah. took us a <laughs> few <laughs> a few rounds to get that right yeah we actually put one out on the show and then had to go back and and change it up but i mean hey that's that's fine we'll have to uh We'll have to make changes. It's, it happens. Growing pains with all these new sort of governance models. So, um, so okay. Going forward, I, I appreciate that little chat. Uh, speaking of changes, n- a nice segue by accident there. Um, there's a change to the way that the survey, and I guess the the term for this I would use is like survey decay. Um, the way that the survey, when it gets distributed, you have your 17 uh, nodes in the council that are going to produce that round, and then the survey is the old way that we described, I believe it was two two weeks ago, Josh, you you'd had a nice little presentation, although it's uh, you know obsolete now. <laughs> that was from the Binance report. So the Binance report is great. That's from as the it original was. blog. The Binance report pulled from the original blog, right? So which is still out there. Original right. blog. Yeah. So so the initial way that they had done it was they were actually if there was if the last place uh, the seventeenth member of the council had and let's just use easy numbers, had 10 survey, mm-hmm. then they would go down to zero. That would be their survey decay. And then everyone else in front of them would lose that amount. So it'd be 10 across the board. Now they've got a different way to do it, which as far as I understand, and maybe one of you guys can uh, help me out on this if I'm not clear, they're going to take 50% of the average of all active nodes. And it's going to be the one-tenth of that. Is that how it works? Uh yeah, it's one tenth of the average. So it, the math is a little hard to wrap your head around. I don't know if we want to put up a graphic or. <laughs> yeah, we could put up a new graphic <laughs> for it. That. Um, let's just put it in the old graphic. We'll make it version 31. <laughs> um, but the idea is that under the new system, it's a little bit less weighted so that it's not guaranteed that the top node will always be in production in the, in the, the committee. Maybe the top one will, but you know the, the top nodes won't always be in the committee. And it's also, if you're the bottom node in a committee, you're the lowest survey node in a committee, it's not always the case that you'll be dropped immediately. You know, Under the old system, the lowest node survey amount was dropped, which meant you always went to zero mm-hmm. if you were the lowest survey node in the committee. Uh, but that's, that's no longer the case. So I think it's a, it's a good change and uh, it balances out block production a little bit more. As for the specifics of the math, here's a charming graphic 
showing the new the new system. <laughs> um, and it it it's not really as intuitive as before. Uh, so you kind of have to run through a simulation in order to see what the effect is. But that's basically how it how it shakes out. And do you guys think we talked a little bit last week about how Huobi had kind of dumped a massive amount of votes onto the mm-hmm. onto the mainnet? Um, do you think this was kind of a reaction by IOST? I think that? so. I mean, when we talked with IOST last week, they did say that no node is going to receive more than one seventeenth of the total block rewards, right? So that seemed to be out there. But I think it perhaps was a reaction to to the yeah. the huge percentage that Huobi Pool brought in to the ecosystem. And nothing official has come out through a blog posting or anything as to what this this new system looks like. I think it's just kind of looking at the code and talking with some other um, block producers on this. So I'll be looking for some official documentation coming from IOST as well. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll definitely see something shortly uh, kind of regarding the whole change up. Um, I do want to give a big shout out to Metanix, the Metanix node. Uh, the the people or person behind that account on uh, Twitter has been amazing. They're always active in every group, kind of giving the updates. Definitely. Um, they've got some documentation out there, actually, uh, on how to, if you are a node right now, kind of how to query survey amounts and all kinds of different stuff. So we can add a link to that documentation uh, mm-hmm. in the video for you guys as well. So big shout out to Metanix. I think they're doing a great job uh, kind of supporting the ecosystem. Uh, okay, so one more thing we wanted to talk about Um which is kind of cool, kind of an interesting thing we just uh, thought would be beneficial for all parties involved. Let's talk about uh, setting up Leobi wallets using Token Pocket. Yeah, we'd like to grow the ecosystem by having as many people as possible create an IOST wallet. And we're going to help show you how to do that today. There's a couple of apps out there right now where you can create a wallet. One is Token Pocket. I think another one is Huobi Wallet. We're going to be using Token Pocket today. Um, and so you'll want to have that app on your phone and go in and select IOST and create a new wallet. And we're going to uh, walk through with some screenshots here as to how you create that wallet and how we can help activate that wallet. Because in order to get a new wallet on the EOST ecosystem, you have to get it activated and uh, we can, we can help you do that. Yeah. So, uh, Go right into your token pocket once you've installed it. Maybe you need to set up an account. Go up to the top right where there's like a little wallet and a plus symbol and uh, hit the plus wallet there. And then select IOST from all these blockchains that are offered. And uh, you get three options, private key import, which is okay if you already have a private key, but you probably don't. So you can uh, pick create by code or create by friends. Let's pick create by friends since... Uh, you probably, if you're listening inside IOST, don't have an Alipay or WeChat account to fund your own account. Plus, we'll do it for free. So no hassle payments. Go ahead and click Create by Friends. And then you'll be able to select your details and enter things like your account name, which can be up to 11 characters. Just enter an account name you want on IOST. That'll be how you're known on the IOST network. Then click. Uh, then go ahead and enter a password and repeat it. Make sure it's a good password. This encrypts your private key. Once you hit next, you're going to see a warning not to take a screenshot. And then you'll see the private key itself, which we've actually blurred out, even though we're not using this particular one. Write that down somewhere, save it somehow, and uh, and then hit next, and you're going to have to paste it in or enter it in to confirm it. I don't recommend screenshotting it or, or emailing it to yourself or anything insecure like that. I'd say write it down. Uh, then once you're done, you'll get this screen with a QR code. Go ahead and send that over to us if you want to just send the QR code or you want to send the whole screen, that's fine. And we'll be able to activate your IOST account for you, and then you can start using IOST. If you haven't used the Token Pocket app before, 
um, when you go in for the first time, it'll give you the option to either create or import a wallet. You can say create wallet and uh, select from IOST. And also when that key is created, you do have the option to hold down on the screen and it will copy that key for you so you can paste it into the next screen, which makes it a whole lot easier um, than trying to write everything down and then input. Make sure that you send us a screenshot of that activation QR code and we will get your IOST wallet activated. Just don't send us a screenshot of the private key. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. And we will not have your private code or any of that stuff. Um, With Token Pocket, you do need someone to activate it for you. So might as well be Leobi, especially if you're a viewer of the show. So send us the QR code via Twitter DM. You can even send public DM or public DM. That doesn't make any sense. Um, But yeah, and and our Twitter handle is inside IOST with an underscore. Inside under dash IOST underscore underscore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I think that's just about it. Pete, one more, one more thing. What's that, what's that shirt all about? Oh, this says uh, Satoshi's. So that's the number of Satoshi that there will ever be. Uh, nearly 21. What is it? A trillion? I don't know. I don't know. I can't see my own number. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a hundred million in a uh, nearly 2.1 quadrillion. Uh, Satoshi's. So anyway, yeah. I think it's an. There won't actually be 21 million Bitcoin. There will be almost 21 million Bitcoins. Where did you get that shirt? Some street vendor in China. Really? Yeah, I just handed them out. That's pretty awesome. Did you know what it was right away when you saw it? Uh, Yeah, I suspected because of the number. I Uh, I don't actually read Japanese, but yeah, yeah. I figured it was Satoshi because you showed me the shirt and made me guess. I was like, well, it's Japanese and there's three characters, so three syllables. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Satoshi. Yeah. All right. That's perfect. Well, I still like Bitcoin, despite my commitment to IOST as well. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah. That's a whole other discussion that we could have. But we want to keep these shows short, concise, limited, informational, action-packed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment. Leave us a question. Um, maybe one of these shows soon we'll do like a we'll do like a question and answer round or something like that. If we can get a, enough volume of questions, uh, hit like, hit subscribe. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. That would really be helpful if you're just out there listening on audio. I know there aren't many of you. Yeah, shout uh, out to the two reviewers so far, Todd Moore and uh, I forget the name of the other guy, but they both had very nice things to say about us on iTunes. So leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll help other people find the show. It'll even help other crypto enthusiasts discover the IOST ecosystem. Right. One of the best things you can do. And if you don't want to see our ugly mugs on YouTube or you're tired of your phone being overheated from running a video for 25 minutes, you can listen right on uh, iTunes. Just give us a search inside IOST. So I'm Evan Schindler for Peter K. And for Josh Bryant, this is Inside IOST. We'll see you guys next week.